This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are in the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. How you doing, Sam Knight? Not bad, not bad. It's Thursday, which means it's the day to get your garbage candidates in. We've seen a few good ones already in there today. Kirsten Nielsen. Kristen Nielsen, I guess. Christian Nielsen. Kirsten. Kirsten Nielsen, that's right. We got Cory Booker, who voted for the defense bill. Got right-wing shitheads on Twitter. That's right. For uh, for trying to dox uh, or doxing people involved in uh, forcing Kirsten out of her uh, dinner the other night. A violent mob has surrounded the DHS secretary who's just trying to enforce the law. <laughs> we got Stephen Miller nominated. He should be. I mean, let's face it. He should be nominated every week, right? Yeah. He he's he's often in the shadows. I think is the uh, the thing they uh, they for some reason they they don't seem to want him to go on TV too much. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Perhaps because he looks like fucking silly putty that fell into a sink after someone shaved <laughs> and didn't clean the sink. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. Actually, so get those garbage can nominees in. Get Stephen Miller in. Patreon.com slash districts. I know all you have to do is be like a dollar subscriber to participate in garbage can proceedings. Make sure you do that. Also, twitch.tv slash district sentinel. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Sam and I's previews of the World Cup matchups on FIFA 2018, the video game. But let me just say, we did it yesterday. We previewed the Argentina Croatia game. I played as Croatia. I played as Argentina, and Sam Knight won by three goals. Five to two. And today, Croatia won by three goals. And in the game before that, it was Peru. Versus France. Versus France. Sam Knight was France. I was Peru. Sam Knight won by one goal. And today, France won by one goal. Mm, or did they? I, no, France won by one. I think I won by two, though. I, did oh, I but, score a late one? Oh, you did. You yes, did. I yes, I scored a late that's one. That's right. That's right. But you were a man was, down the entire time. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Three straight games. Two straight games with a red card from Anyway. Pretty exciting action over at the uh, Twitch stream, the District Sentinel Twitch stream. And, and less impressive, but also correct prediction, Sachs and I played a preview of Spain, Iran, and Spain won. So we've got a bit of a Paul the Octopus thing going. I don't you know if you <laughs> if you remember the 2006 World Cup when uh, there was that the, the German TV station that owned an octopus that they could uh, in some ways approximate uh, as some sort of predictor the octopus carrying something. And uh, we're we're that we've got that going on. We've basically combined. Sam and I are an octopus, and uh, we're carrying the uh, little toy soccer ball into the correct prediction. Yeah. So so, how do you like that, people in high school who thought I'd never amount to anything? (laughs) 
<laughs> Tune in for that today, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have two more games streaming live for you. Twitch.tv slash District Sentinel. Speaking of streaming, hello to our subscribers on Patreon who are able to watch the podcast as we record it. Wait, 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 wait. What are the games we're playing as today at 6? We're playing Iceland, Nigeria. Yeah, we're doing Iceland, Nigeria. We're not doing Brazil, Costa Rica because Brazil is, it's too one-sided. Yeah. At least on FIFA. Well, whatever. We're doing the other one. You can look it up. We'll look it up. Either way, the predictions, watch them. (laughs) Watch this game, folks. Five bucks a month on Patreon, you get your own haiku written for you. So we've got a haiku to do right now. This is for Rizki. Lots of talk around here about LaCroix. There should be more Capri Sun talk. Thank you, Rizki. Yes, thank you, Rizki. Thanks to all the new subscribers on Patreon. And that's patreon.com slash District Sentinel. It's Thursday, June 21st, 2018. Here's the news. Two big concerns remain following President Trump's signing of an executive order on family separations. One, what exactly does it do? The devil is in the implementation, and the order has massive loopholes. It promises to not separate families, quote, where appropriate and where there are available resources. Those are pretty big loopholes there that you can stretch to any liking. So the administration can still separate families. They just need to find the justification for it. Also, the order still puts kids in cages, just in cages with their parents. And under a 1992 ruling, those kids can only be detained for 20 days, at which point, assuming the Trump administration still wants to hold parents who cross the border on federal charges then they're going to have to separate families. Now, the other big question here is what happens to the thousands of kids who've already been separated? Nothing in the executive order addresses them. And a Trump administration official said on Wednesday that those kids will remain in the government's custody. In fact, Pentagon memo informed Congress that the Department of Health and Human Services has, quote, requested DOD to determine its capabilities to provide up to 20,000 temporary beds for unaccompanied children at DOD installations. We've been reporting on that for a bit. The plans to put kids on military bases, I say put, I should say cage kids or uh, guard kids on military bases, looks like it could start as early as next month. Meanwhile, when it comes to actual immigration laws, Congress is at a loss. Yeah, today there were two votes scheduled on immigration bills in the House. Uh, Critics of both have included the National Immigration Law Center. The advocacy group called the legislation, quote, ransom notes, saying they increase border militarization and neither would stop the detention of families seeking refuge. The more hardline of the two failed today. 41 Democrats in every, excuse me, 41 Republicans in every Democrat rejected the measure. The vote on the compromise bill, the, while the more 
relatively more moderate of the two bills. The vote on that was subsequently pushed back until tomorrow because House leaders, House Republican leaders, are afraid they don't have the votes. Now, despite this right-wing calamity, Democrats are still finding a way to scold the left while making vapid plays to whatever remains of the center-right. Steny Hoyer, the number two House Democrat, he scolded members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus because they protested Trump earlier this week when the president visited Capitol Hill. On CNN Today, Hoyer called the demonstration, quote, not appropriate. Meanwhile, this was how Nancy Pelosi wrapped up her weekly press briefing earlier today. What we have seen is, again, outside the circle of civilized human behavior. Listen to Ronald Reagan. <laughs> what? Ah, uh, yes. Put the claps in between. Known friend of Central American refugees, Ronald Reagan. We had a precedent overturned in the Supreme Court today in a 5-4 ruling justices overturned a 1992 decision that prohibited states from collecting sales taxes on businesses that didn't have a physical location in the state. You know what that means? Online sales taxes are coming. The ruling allows states to pass legislation forcing online retailers to pay sales taxes. Some already have that on the books, including North Dakota. 45 states already have some form of sales tax implemented. Anthony Kennedy wrote the majority opinion, calling the 1992 decision known as Quill, quote, a judicially created tax shelter for businesses that decide to limit their physical presence and still sell their goods and services to a state's consumers, something that has become easier and more prevalent as technology has advanced. Kennedy was joined by a trio of conservative justices, Alito, Thomas, and Gorsuch, and... He was joined by Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the court's liberal justices. The court's chief justice, John Roberts, meanwhile, signed with the three most liberal jurists on the court, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Breyer, in writing the dissent, arguing that Congress, not the court, should be the arbiter of how sales taxes are applied to online retailers. Now, I, w I would argue maybe RBG is more liberal than Breyer, but yeah, either way, yeah, true, it, an, in, an interesting split here that yeah. for some reason it seems like Sotomayor and, and, and Breyer and, and Kagan and, and end up on the wrong side, or, or at least on the, uh, the side that seems to favor this fucking weird tax loophole. Yeah, they do. But they are on the side of, uh, I guess, like limiting the court's power. Which, hmm, hmm, it's a bit interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a, a lot of moving pieces in this decision here. The decision would really kick ass if it somehow screwed over Amazon. But Amazon, which had long opposed the online sales tax, gave up that fight last year and is now paying sales taxes in most states it operates in. It's primarily because they now also have delivery centers <laughs> there. So, <laughs> relax, resistance warriors. Amazon will be okay. We, uh, Amazon, have changed our position on this issue because we now own everything and we already pay uh, this meager sales tax. In another Supreme Court decision released today, justices gave the president more control over the executive branch. The decision means agencies can no longer follow in-house hiring practices for, for appointing administrative law judges, or ALJs, the ruling impacts financial regulators, including the CFPB, the FDIC, and the SEC. According to Bloomberg, it affects 100 cases currently before the SEC and a dozen that have made it through the commission to the federal courts on appeal. All five conservatives on the court and Elena Kagan, 
made up the majority. Finally, interesting decision coming out of a federal court in Manhattan. District Judge Loretta Presco ruled that the CFPB is structured unconstitutionally as an independent agency with one director that can only be fired for cause, meaning the president can't just fire the CFPB director whenever he feels like it. The ruling contradicts a January decision by the, D- by the D.C. Circuit Appellate Court, which has nationwide jurisdiction. I guess judges are supposed to respect precedent set by higher courts until they don't. I don't know. This is, uh, this is maybe a little above my pay grade. We might have to kick that question over to uh, certain legal podcasters with, uh, with 87 hosts. <laughs> How great would that be if we had actually 87 hosts or garbage can interns we could uh well we do i mean we have (laughs) 27 garbage can interns but yeah i guess we could get 87 if we wanted anyway of note presco was appointed to the bench by a republican president george hw bush the hill noted publication the hill notes that her decision raises the likelihood of the supreme court ruling on the constitutionality of the cfpb Given what we've seen from the Supreme Court recently, including but not limited to the Citizens United decision, I'd bet against the CFPB. That's going to do it for the newscast on this Thursday. Note, though, when I say I'd bet against the CFPB, I bet on I basically bet on Argentina today and I got fucked. (laughs) Let's check out the listener rant line before we go. Hey, this is uh, your friend Kenzo. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Peter Dow question. I see it. I see absolutely no upshot in uh, embracing this dude. You know, he was someone who had all the resources in the world, tons of money to like build this this platform app, whatever it was, and he even got an endorsement from Hillary Clinton, and it failed. This Barrett thing. So essentially, he is the Hillary Clinton of Hillary Clinton fans. We don't need him. In fact, I think that he provided so much great levity and fodder for all the memes that the left has. We need to keep him on, keep him over there. You know, I, I don't see him adding any kind of value to you know our struggles and all the people who said, you know, Peter Dow joined TSA. Please stop. It, it's not helping us, and I just want to continue dunking on him. Thanks, peace. Very good call. Very good points made there by Kenzo. Uh, I don't think he was trying to make this point, but you can't help but think that maybe Verrett failed because Hillary Clinton endorsed it. <laughs> <laughs> I like both theories. It got, it got the Hillary Clinton kiss of death. All right, one last call today. Hi, fans. Um, I'm a bit late just catching up on the newscast today. Um, this is actually addressed to Sam Knight One. Um, I'm probably always going to think of you as Sam Knight One. Um, anyway, thank you for the haiku on Monday, particularly the shout out to England. Um, you've got to love those three lions, don't you? Um, but anyway, I do need to correct you on something. Um, you pronounce my name as Leon, um, but I'm actually called Leon. Um, Patreon did not allow me to write an e acute. Um, I'm actually Leon Bourgeois, and I used to be Prime Minister of France from 1895 to 1896. Um, I don't know if you've heard of me, but I tried to do some good stuff back in the day. But anyway, thanks. Just wanted to clarify that. Bye. 
Leon, thank you. Leon? Leon. Thank you Merci. for the call. Wow. I'll leave that. Uh, I usually leave the French to Sam Knight over here. Clearly, I didn't get it right, so apologies. Thank you for the call. Call the rant line, 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, levelnews.org. And Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. Become a subscriber to the show. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Five bucks a month. You get access to a whole bunch of good stuff. Also, you get to listen to Friday's Sentinel cast featuring the commie troupe. Stay tuned for that. That's right. That'll be coming out Friday, tomorrow, as of today, when we're recording this. Everyone else will be back for the newscast next week. We're in D.C., so you don't have to be.